Welcome to episode 237 of The Brian Oak Show. Now, a very, very, how do you say, effusive, spicy, upbeat, face-punching song from Dropkick Murphys to get things rolling on this particular St. Patrick's Day. Now, the thing about going to see Dropkick Murphys is when you look around the room, you're like, oh, no, these guys don't want to fight, but everyone in this room can fight. I cannot fight. I've never thrown a punch before, so I'm going to cool out back here. You I'm say that all the time. Have you ever been punched? Uh, I had my nose broken. Oh, no, I did, too. Yeah. no, I got like, sucker punched in high school. The doctor told me I was the same. Wow. So not in high school. It was my first year of college. But the doctor told me I was exceptionally lucky because <laughs> the guy who broke my nose broke it in a perfectly straight line. So I didn't have one of those crinkle noses. Oh, yeah, that was nice. But right here, there's a t- <laughs> I'm sure that he <laughs> did it thoughtful. on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a tiny little ridge that you can feel right here. But no, I um, I remember I, I, I looked up at the guy and I was already afraid of him and uh, because I knew that some kind of trouble was coming and he said hey I was like oh maybe we're cool that's what happened in my brain and then nothing and the very next thing I knew as my sight slowly returned to me I could see my hands splayed out on the floor (laughs) of the student union in front of me kind of like this right like kind of spread out almost in the Illuminati symbol Yeah. yeah and then I noticed that it was all red in the middle and that that circle of red was spreading out between my fingers I'm like and then again, you know how the dominoes slowly fall into place. I was like, oh, that's my own blood pouring yeah. out of my nose as I pulled up my bloody hands and looked. And this guy was on me. He's like, I should fucking kill you right now. And I was like, whoa, I don't. I, things have gone terribly awry <laughs> because I go out of my way. I'm, a, I'm very much a golden rule guy, right? Sure. It's like really the only religious or philosophical thing that I truly adhere to. Treat others as you would have them treat you. Do unto others, right? And the last thing I want to do Yay, is... Yay, though I walk... Sorry. No, <laughs> but I mean, in, in all sincerity, I don't want to get punched. No. So I've never thought about punching anybody else. And I don't want to <laughs> kill anybody, So, I, but mainly because I don't want to get killed, right? For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So everyone, just be cool on this St. Patrick's Day. It is the Brian Oak Show. Here we are recording live in the Smart Start MN Studios located in scenic and ever-warming South Minneapolis. It's in the 40s today. It was in the 50s yesterday. But this coming Sunday is going to be the first day, technically, astrologically, of spring. And it's going to be 60 degrees. It's upon us, man. The time is here. Do you feel it? I do. It's beautiful, except for one giant thing that pisses me off Uh oh here we go we reveal the litter bugs this time of the year because the snow melts away in that black crusty snow and then it melts and then there's more trash and then it melts and then there's more trash one of the things that's indicative of the times we live in now i've also noticed this whether downtown whether in a suburb whether in a nice comfy cozy neighborhood as these snow berms melt this year and turn into that black hardened ice garbage on the side of the road there are far fewer condoms than there are discarded covid masks the number of covid masks that are laying in the ice it's outrageous and not there's always a lot of condoms but i'm just saying you know I'm I've seen saying. a lot of rubber gloves, and it just gives me hope for the proctologists out there. That why can't it just be about sanitary <laughs> living? Why? Well, that I don't know. Maybe that was COVID. Well, maybe, maybe it was tied into COVID. And also, why had you lost hope 
in the proctologist. I mean, they were doing just fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's Sean Bernard. My name is Brian Oak. I do want to thank Smart Start MN. Without them, well, we don't really maybe have the ignition interlock system here in Minnesota. They were there on the ground floor. They were the ones who worked with the legislature, with the government, to put it in place. They're the ones who are the primary sponsors of this particular podcast. And what they do is, should you make that stupid crucial, unfortunately, all too common error of drinking while you drive and you get popped, you're going to lose your license, but you got to get back in your car. They're the ones who will help you get back in there. They are the originators of the ignition interlock system. Screw the carpetbaggers who came along afterwards yeah. like, hey, we can make a little money here. How about a couple of actual Minnesotans who really care? They love music. They want to get you back into your car. And they're also apparently on board with the Brian Oak Show podcast. And they're, they, they're even interested in saving you more cash. How is that possible, You Sean? go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. I like to whisper a little bit so it feels like it's special. Like yeah. on those, you know those infomercials where they start talking about the beauty secrets? So they start whispering. Yeah. And guess what, Janet? Janet. Is that, is that high, hyaluronic acid? What, what is it that, that puffs up my, my oh, cheeks so that I don't yeah. have the, the yeah. creases anymore? I want to look like I was stung by a bee and I'm allergic. Mm. Uh, that's my new serum, my youth serum. Okay, well, aside from your AMSR leanings, all right, on oh. this show, we're not doing that just yet. Happy St. Patrick's Day to Happy you. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Ryan. What's the difference between a gynecologist oh, and no. a genealogist? Oh, man, I don't... A genealogist looks up your family tree. <laughs> okay, now that was actually funny. I See, was, and you were supposed to say both parts, but I knew you were smart enough to get it, so I didn't I have was, to do it. I was so afraid of where that was going because I really, really like today's guest. We are about to talk to someone who is actually a living ray of light. She I don't, is. I, I don't know that I've ever talked to her when there hasn't, at least at some point in the conversation, been a smile on her face. I've seen her perform live several times. I'm lucky enough to have had a sit-down conversation with her. She is a poignant and important and very, very interesting Minnesota musician, but so much more than just a musician. And we're going to talk more with Mary Bue just ahead. But before we do, whether you're listening to this today or in the distant future, maybe you're a future archaeologist and the year is 7552 and oh. you're like, what the fuck were they up to in 2022? Well, here's what we're up to today on St. Patrick's Day. I want to get one more Irish song in, Irish-ish song. It is an American band with an Irish lead singer, but I really, really love this song. In fact, this is one of those songs that I cannot listen to without crying. Now, Sean, you've known me for quite some time. I have. And... I am an emotional guy. You are. Weepy, some would even say. Broken. Indeed. I thought I was emotional until I met you. Broken, sad. Here's the deal, man. I've, I've always felt like if something hits you in the gut, why would you stop that? Why would you not let that happen? Why would you not be as human as you can possibly be, except that everyone looks at you and thinks of you as a soft little bitch? You know, <laughs> Wow. I once, you know, I'm not once, I've several times having people say, Sean, you're too sensitive. And I once actually said, 
You know what your problem is? <laughs> You're not sensitive enough. I'll bet that was on St. Patrick's Day, and you were probably about seven <laughs> pints into the evening. Seven? I was <laughs> Amateur? <laughs> but seriously, this song right here, uh, Dave King, who's the lead singer, used to be in a metal band called Fastway, by oh the way. God. People should do a little homework. Not what you'd think. But then he's like, well, how about if I pay tribute to my Irish heritage, crafted this wonderful band around him, and they might be my favorite American Irish band of all time, and they're known as Flogging Molly, and this song is poignant and real, and just thinking about it is already making me, <clears throat> I'm fine. Here's Flogging Molly on The Brian Oak Show. If I ever leave this world alive, I'll come back down and sit beside your feet tonight. Wherever I am, you'll always be more than just a memory. If I ever leave this world Will soon subside. So, in a word, don't shed a tear. I'll be here when it all gets weird. If I ever leave this world alive,
fantastic. I'm cool. Whatever. Oh. I mean, it just again, and you know, I, I've been talking to a couple friends lately about you know, like I like to do playlists. I like to explore music. I like to, especially, I love love learning things I never knew before. Right. But lately, I was talking to a couple friends at the record store about Irish bands, and you know, that's an American band right there, Flogging Molly. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the spirit is there. Dave King is Irish by extraction. Yes. And it's just it's a poignant and beautiful and perfect song. And if I were still drinking tonight at about one thirty AM, I'd kiss you on the mouth when that song played, Sean Bernard. <laughs> I'd receive it. I know you would. I didn't say you had a choice, baby. It was coming in. And then you know what? Yeah, I'd that was the, coming in. You would not do this with me, but you know what I'd be I'd say to you. Uh oh. We are we're gonna Uber to Chicago. Right now we're yeah. going to Chicago. No me and way. You. No, I, I got to get up at 4 a.m. tomorrow. There's 0% chance Brian. that shit is going down. <laughs> just louder. No, Sean, I know, no, I know. I just... I said, no, we're going! That's where my ancestors lived. You know, there are some people who it's good that they quit drinking, yes. and Sean and I are both on yes. that list. Yes. It's good that we quit drinking. It is the Brian Oaks Show here in the Smart Start MN Studios. I want to say hello to our guest. Our guest has been given so many numerous awards that it's almost silly she's still willing to come on this pedestrian podcast right she's an incredible singer songwriter she has roots in Duluth she is Minnesotan through and through but she also travels the world and she brings people her music she brings people her vision she is not just a musician she is a poet she is a yogi she is a literal living ray of light we live in this and I'm I'm not trying to overstate this but we live in an era (laughs) we live in an era of deception and chicanery all right we do where to say the very least and people shenanigans. Will do it. Oh, well, happy St. Patrick's Day to you as well, Slancha. Um, but we do live in an era where it seems to matter less and less, which, in my opinion, only highlights the people who feel almost frighteningly real when you meet them. Right there, there, there's something about someone that doesn't mean they have to be positive all the time. Doesn't mean everything's always going in the right direction. Wow, how, it's not a Kardashian piece of bullshit. But when someone feels real, it feels good to be around that person, right? It enriches the moment. And life, frankly, is nothing but a series of immediate moments, and there are a precious few of them. Mary Bue is our guest today. Not only the best singer-songwriter of 2020, according to our friends at City Pages, due to her record that she put out, The World is Your Lover, when we talked to her last. But you don't have to believe me. I have a tendency to go all the time. But I want to share a quick quote that I think I shared last time, but I love it so much because I both love Barry Bue and I love Alan Sparhawk of the band Low and the many other projects he's involved with. And he said of The World is Your Lover, her new recording is a triumph, not only as a reflection and victory over adversity, but as an architecture for healing and change. He then went on to say every scene has its bright, fleeting highlights, its fickle wave of each generation and its longtime anchors. But through the scene I've known and loved in Duluth, Minnesota, Mary Bew has been in the thread that runs so effortlessly through its heart, hands, and soul. She arrived boldly and prolific. I have heard her piano climbing out of the window and cascading down the central hillside neighborhood in the summer and the howl of her guitar muffled in the basement in winter. Her new recording is a triumph, not only as a reflection and victory over adversity, but as again, as I said before, the architecture for healing and change. If Alan Sparhawk Man. ever said anything even vaguely related to that about me, I'd get down and I'd be like, yes, I will marry you. 
That yes, is I will unbelievable. Marry. What I, writing and what? And I, I remember sharing to last Mary, time, yeah. but holy cowboy! I mean, Alan Sparhawk, but Mary Bue. Uh, so I probably have said enough effusive things. It's lovely to see your face. How it's are you? So great to see you, both it, of you. Thank, thank you, you so you much. Too. <laughs> it's nice to have you back in the Smart Start MN Studios. And I reached out because we have plenty of mutual friends. But I know you've been working on music, and we can't share the brand new album yet. But you've been in the teeth of it. But here we are, and I want to talk a little bit more about this first before we talk about music and get to the song we're about to hear it's been a tough couple of years right Mm -hmm. like it's been an uphill climb like Mm -hmm. you and i the last time we all three sat down in this room together things were really starting to shut down Mm -hmm. it wasn't completely locked down but the world changed around all of us and it affected artists and everyday people civilians whatever differently (laughs) what would you say i mean it really did what would you say though like when it all started to lock down you know, I mean, because you travel the world, mm-hmm. you host retreats, you mm-hmm. do yogi stuff, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you do. I mean, you're also a touring musician. Were you ever scared? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, big time. Um, well, two things. So when when lockdown started, so I was in Bali when COVID, it was March 2020, and I had just led my first retreat in wow. Bali, <laughs> Indonesia, and six people canceled and six people came. Mm-hmm. And we just did it. We did it. And everyone got home safe. Nobody got sick. I came home early and I was flying. I had to, a layover in Osaka. There was no one in the airport. Really? It was like apocalypse. This, that was terrifying. I'm like, this is the weirdest thing. I mean, it's, it's like Japan. Walking, it's like walking through the, like when you walk through the skyways late at night and there's not one mm-hmm. other person there, it's almost terrifying, that, more terrifying than if there were a few creepy people hanging around. Mm-hmm. It's Omega Man or Omega yep. Woman. You're the last person on earth in Osaka. Yeah, it was nuts. I'll bet that was terrifying. So that, and then the other was um, a literal, like, A physical, I mean, I had, I was carjacked. I was one of the, um, you know, many, many carjacking incidents in our fair cities. They continue, Um, by the way. There was one last night, uh, less than a block away from my home. Oh, no. Well, no, but but here we are in South Minneapolis. And unfortunately, this is ground zero for carjacking. But yours was not a simple carjacking. It's not like (laughs) someone walked up and stole your car. I mean, I'll let you tell the story, but, you know, people preyed on your beneficence. Yes. And then fucked everything up. Yes. Yeah, so it was right outside my house, also uh, fairly close to this studio in right. South Minneapolis. And uh, these two sweet, beautiful girls, they were probably 13, 14, maybe 15. Oh my God. Um, in the middle of the street, waving me down and distraught. And, you know, they wanted a ride. And I was like, it's COVID, you know, I'm not going to give you a ride. Right, but right. like, oh, but can we use your phone? I'm like, sure. And then finally, I'm like, fuck it. I'll just give you a ride. You're just going like a mile or whatever. But mm-hmm. so since I'm a musician, I always have gear in the back. So I went around back in my Jeep and I put the, the seats up so they could sit. And by the time I came back around, the one girl had my phone and she was like running. She's like, you're not getting your phone back. She starts running in circles. And then I was like chasing her. And by the way, I was barefoot. I had oh just been gosh. in the park. I had like this stupid thing. I was dating this man who like betrayed me <laughs> and so i was yeah, already i was already right. on the, the high alert Give i was pissed him. and then i'm chasing this girl on my phone oh. and then the other girl got in my jeep and started putting it in drive and i was like i don't know what overcame me well one thing i've been studying goddess um 
archetypes and symbology of, of mainly the Hin- Hindu pantheon. I'm mm-hmm. like obsessed. It's fascinating. And there's goddess Kali. And there's got to be like 400 of yeah. them, right? But I mean, Kali's at the top of the food chain. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah this uh, transformation, destruction, like uh-huh. fierce rage, uh, but like <laughs> loving mother. Um, as well. She's very dynamic, right? But so you bring up a great point there. It's okay to, much like me being a little baby wets himself crybaby, experiencing the full spectrum of humanity and emotion is kind of an important part of being alive. It is. And there so you, you called on Kali Ma, yeah, just did. like you were in uh, the second uh, Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> and, yes! and you went Indiana Jones on these girls. I did. I was like, Fuck no, you don't. I said, and I like jumped on top of her, and as she's grabbing the yep. wheel and trying to, it's weird. And so, for people who haven't been, and I don't know if it's appropriate to call it this or not, but for people who have not been in these sorts of situations or victims of violent crime, mm-hmm. it's hard to explain how the human psyche reacts. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a brawler. I've never thrown no. a punch before, but I have been the victim of violent crime. Mm-hmm. But when these things go down. You're not really sure who you are anymore, uh, no. and it all sort of comes unraveled, and suddenly you're doing things that are in a comic book, not in real life. <laughs> exactly. Right. I could not. I mean, you, you've you met me. You know me. People are like, oh, Mary, she's so sweet. <laughs> and, and so oh, I don't I'm know. I'm still afraid of you. Don't worry about <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. Thank I you. know enough yeah. about you that I'm still afraid of you. <laughs> I'm not stealing your Jeep, but <laughs> that being said, I'm not really a Jeep stealer, right. you know, from the get go. But I mean, it, it speaks to the world we live in right now, right? Like right now, this is happening all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a brazen nature to people's interactivity with each other. And mm-hmm. so I think that gets back to what I was saying when I first introduced you, you know, meeting someone who's real and full of light is nurturing, right? It's It's really good. And but also because you're full of light, like it, it would, it, it's very much in your psyche to be like, maybe these girls really are in trouble. Maybe yeah. they actually yep. need real help. And for people who prey on that aspect of humanity, I don't know that there's a strong enough punishment. So mm-hmm. they took your, well, they tried to take your car <laughs> yeah. and instead, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, rammed it into a house or a garage. Yeah. So I'm on top of the girl. <clears throat> she's trying to drive it and, and she's trying to push me off and we, went and just crashed it in my neighbor's garage across Jesus the street Christ. and so the 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 saving grace was this giant metal fence that broke i mean she put the pedal to the floor yeah and this is like a 13 year old she doesn't know mm. fuck to drive yeah, so yeah like and it was just head first into this garage and the neighbor had lumber stacked Thank and God. a BMW parked. So the the through the fence, through the wall, through the lumber, oh. on top of the beamer, oh, and like they come running down, like oh my god, and, and just I'm in there. They were the girls took off. I'm did just, they evaporate? I mean, they, like, evapor- so they, they were evaporated. gone. They were gone. Yeah. All right. And um, took my phone, but but they didn't get my keys. They didn't get my IDs. You know, I don't know. They well, didn't get I mean, the jeep. It, here's the the thing that frightens me the most in this modern day and age is there was a time when. I mean, crime has always existed, mm-hmm. right? And violence and people taking advantage of other people. As I said, we live in an age of grifting and deceit, and we really do precisely what you're describing right there. But it used to be like, you know, people would be willing to take a punch or throw mm-hmm. a punch. Now everyone's got a fucking gun. Yeah. And the fact that you walked away relatively 
unscathed. I mean, yeah. I know that you were bumped up a little Traumatic. bit in that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. But the trauma involved in that sort of thing, that mm. doesn't evaporate. And mm-hmm. the fact that you walked away with your life, I, I hate that we live in a world yeah. like this, but it's pretty fantastic. It's a miracle. And I've actually gotten flack for this. Like, people are like, Oh, I know. I why, saw your post. Yeah, yeah. Why would you, like, you shouldn't have jumped on top of her. What were you yeah. thinking? Are you fucking kidding me? I know. I'm like, victim have blaming, you ever yeah. been in a fight, flight, freeze situation? That's... You don't know what the hell you're going to do. Yep. I didn't know I was going to do that. I mean. No. Also, let, let this podcast serve as a warning. Fuck with Mary Bue <laughs> at your fucking peril. All right. Fuck around and find out, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. This next song is going to be a perfect, oh God, perfect tie-in. All right. Mary, um, this next song actually <laughs> is it's interesting oh. because you're also a writer and you do a ton of other things. Sorry, I'm going to let my rage yeah, I know. dissipate <laughs> because I don't want this to tie directly into this because the subject of this mm. first song is really, really quite severe. Not severe. Severe is the wrong word, but it's heavy. It's mm-hmm. very real and it cuts through all these other things like, oh, I'm mad that I got overcharged at Costco or, oh, I'm mad that this ter- the traffic was terrible mm-hmm. this morning. And then people die, right? Yep. And it's, it's, I want you to set the stage and set the screen. Tell me about the woman that you worked with and tell me about the fomentation of this song, right? Because it's been different and weird for everybody the last couple mm-hmm. of years. And here you are entering a brand new creative phase. We'll talk about your brand new record coming mm-hmm. up, but you've got this new single, one of two singles right now, but it is about a heavy subject. That's mm-hmm. not super easy to stomach. Tell me where it came from. Yeah. So I, um, I've been circling around this woman, Laura sites like for years and years, probably since early two thousands up in Duluth. And she's a children's book author and works also at a really international uh, construction contracting company. Anyway, so she um, she's a writer, but not a songwriter. And her um, her friend uh, passed away from suicide. Mm. And, um, you know, she was struggling with like everything everyone does when someone they love passes away um, from suicide. And um, she started getting songs like coming into her psyche she fully formed mm. lyrics melody and she's not a songwriter but she's not a musician no but she could hear the tune in her yep. head yep that's wild. i know and so she i do a little creative coaching you know i've been teaching music lessons and then i've just expanded to like helping people work through music business stuff and songwriting and um so she reached out to me and told me this story and i just thought it was like I, the word i keep saying is compelling because not only is this topic like super i mean we all collectively have this mixed bag of, of grief and pain and wonder and like just like shame. And, you know, when someone passes away from suicide, it's like, what do, what if I could have done something? What if I, you know, could have said something? Mm-hmm. Or, and so this song is about that, the aftermath of um, someone passing away from suicide. So she, um, she had me, I, I had her sing me the song on her phone um, and she sent me the recording of the melody mm. and then she sent me the lyrics and, you know, I don't really collaborate with people. Like I write all my own songs. I'm like pretty particular yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I, I, ha- I, you know, I was just like so taken by like this, the moving and how good the song, I mean, is really beautiful and really deep and something that I feel like I could have written as well. So I, I took it on and, and it's kind of, 
we did a big benefit on the release um, last week uh, for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, mm. and we raised uh, $1,500 directly, and then other people donated directly to them. Is it too late to get in mm. on that fundraiser? Oh, you could, yeah, send, you could Venmo me or just go directly to them, well, American Foundation. Where would they find you? MaryBee.com. I like that very much. <laughs> uh, let's hear the song, because I know it's going to be heavy, and I know yeah. it's going to be very real, but it's also obviously clearly important, and in the words of Mary Bue herself, Compelling. Yes. Poured myself a whiskey, trying to drown out the pain. Searching for somewhere to place the blame Going through scenarios inside of my mind Knowing there's no answers there that I'll ever find Struggling with the guilt, needing to I was hoping 
to cry during the show anyway. So Twice. cool, Mary. Cool. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. Thank oh. you very much. Oh my god. Well, I mean, suicide's heavy, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you lose someone to cancer, mm-hmm. you lose someone to uh, an illness. You know, whether they're young, whether they're old, but suicide. Oof. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get yourself inside that person's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gruesome. It I is mean, not gruesome. gruesome, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. to, we've all felt despair, but oof. Okay. It's cool. the hardest funerals I've ever been to, and I've been to several, mm-hmm. unfortunately, in my life. And it's just so hard to imagine what kind of pain that person is that they mm-hmm. just see no other option. Mm-hmm. And so please get help if you're somebody that's been depressed. I will, I'll yeah. say that the other thing about the pandemic, the other pandemic has been the mental health issues. Oh, 100%. And people that are isolated and alone and yep. find a way to make your life busy again. Yeah. Too many people have been holed up and it's like, yeah. go volunteer. If you're my I have relatives who are retired, it's like, go volunteer, take on a part-time job, do something to get yourself out there, be safe, mm-hmm. but get out there and see people again and find a way to, to find some joy in your life again too. And get mental health help too but yeah. also i mean even just the basic day-to-day of too much time in your own head yes mm-hmm. that echo chamber you know people talk about the echo chamber on social media like mm-hmm. you only follow people who say the same things you yeah. do or your friends are that way that's one thing but being all alone and only hearing those voices mm-hmm. all the time can't be good you got to break it up you mm-hmm. got to think about things before we continue with mary bue i would like to talk to my friend sean bernard sean you uh, are busy busy Busy, busy, man. Spring kicks off in a few short days. The actual astrological spring kicks off in a few short days. And your your life, your realty life for uh, Edina Realty at 15th and France location is already like mid to late spring busy for late yeah, winter. It's like May busy right now, which is odd. I had two places that I listed on Tuesday. It looks like we've got them both sold and... and mm. uh, uh, I just feel so fortunate. That's my overall overriding theme with all of this is I just feel so grateful because the world is in a, such a crazy place. And just like you, Brian, I feel it when I see things happening in Ukraine. I actually feel that. Mm-hmm. And I think, oh, my God, they just bombed a hospital. They mm-hmm. just bombed a school. And I immediately think about my own situation. That could be, you know, the school where my kids were. Right. And I just right. feel for these people. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, I just, I feel very fortunate. You know, there's lots of great realtors out there and a lot of really good people. And I'm just, I sold the house of the the friends of the family that I've known since I was a little kid. And I'm going to try not to get emotional, but they told me they loved me today after doing it. And I was just like, oh, they must know 30 different realtors. And it's not the biggest deal I'll ever do, but just to know that I was able to be service of service to them means the world to me. Um, that's how seriously I take my job. But we also have a hell of a lot of fun. We had so much laughter going on, too. So if you know somebody that's a good crier and is looking to buy or sell, <laughs> 612-859-2594. I, I say to people, I'm going to care about you through this process. We're also going to have a hell of a lot of fun because I have to be silly at some point. You know, I'll take the paperwork seriously. But other than that, we're going to have a good time along the way. And I still am. I'm going to, as far as I know, I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. We're going to donate a portion of every buy and sell to a local musician or band to support people like Mary Bue, who puts her whole heart into her work. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's the right thing to do. Six one two eight five nine two five nine four. It's totally the right thing to do, but I'm going to be honest. Like, I mean, if this was one of those capitalist movies from the 1980s, 
you're a fucking sucker. Why are you giving that money? <laughs> and I'll tell you why, though, because it's what we do on this show. We talk to people that yes. are part of this community, yeah. and we like living in the area we live in. And when we can enrich it, promote it, amplify it, do anything we can, that's actually more important than having those sweet spinning rims on your 22-inch <laughs> rims that you got on your caddy. Yeah. That you're rolling down the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not so just, much. Oh, I can see you bouncing on those. Boring. Tires that Honda thin. Accord, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you say but i think we all know the truth mary bew in addition to being a well well respected and frankly awarded minnesota musician you have other pursuits you are a yogi you host retreats you do writing the shirt you're wearing right now has a map of the world on it yes and you are someone who has traveled the world you mentioned towards the top of the podcast you were in bali right before things really got shut down Mm -hmm. but you've traveled before mostly for your yoga I'm, i'm presuming but you are about to get back out and as we talk about it outside before we started recording you had that look in your eye the way i feel about the fact that i'm going to california in two months to see a music festival with my daughter it's hard i haven't been on a plane in more than two years you're going back out you're heading back out there what are you gonna do oh my gosh so i'm ah uh, so i launched a retreat business in 2019 perfect timing <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Somehow managed to do three. Um, so these are picking up again, and I have four coming up. Um, I'm co-facilitating two in Malta, um, the journey to the ancient mother goddesses. Jesus. So so tell me, I mean, I didn't mean to bring up a relatively masculine Christian god. Yeah. I just was, I was, <laughs> no, I was that, that was instinctive. <laughs> um, um, so where is Malta for people who don't know where Malta is? Malta's in the Mediterranean Sea. Um, really? Yeah, just uh, west of Sicily. Oh. Yeah. Well, that sounds perfect. Oh, my God. So it's some of the most ancient... Um, temple structures of, of goddess worship. Oh, uh, okay. Finally, it's all coming together. So I am a, I'm a, a particularly freakish fan of Ancient Aliens, the show on the oh, History sweet. Channel. And about every third episode has something to do with the megalithic structures yes. that are on Malta that aren't anywhere else on the entire planet. And, they, yep. you know, it, it, wow. And so so when you when you talk about doing these retreats, I mean, like, I dig, like, I, I love history. I love mm-hmm. ancient. And, and that's obviously one of the cradles as far as we know maybe it goes back much further but as far as we understand history this is an important and ancient destination are we going there to do yoga are we going there to learn history are we going there to celebrate the goddess what are we going there for um this particular one is is for the goddess and and integrating um the mythology and stories and symbols of of mo- the great mother goddess and fertility goddess um energy that's on this on Malta and Gozo, which is the tiny island next to it. Um, so I'm going with my teacher, Tara Sherman, huge music fan, too. Um, and so we'll be doing yoga and mantra and and dancing. And, and just exploration, yes, I hope, like yes, exploring what absolutely. the land has to offer. Mm-hmm. The people, the food, oh my God. the impossible history. Yes. Now, do you plan to do any sort of dark, sacred ceremonies that may summon a goddess? Is that part <laughs> of what you're doing? Well, they won't be dark, but... <laughs> okay. Fine. Light <laughs> sacred ceremonies. Well, they do. You know, there is a lot of history of animal sacrifice, but I'm vegan, so I'm trying to think of ways to. <laughs> well, you don't have to eat it. Just because you kill it doesn't mean you have no. to eat it. No, I know no. exactly what you're saying. So, but I mean, you're doing this so, like, if people would like to learn more, I mean, that sounds amazing. Like, I, I would be crap at yoga. I'm going to be honest. All right. And my enlightenment is very stunted. 
That being said, the thought of learning about, you know, ancient creator goddesses and yeah. and the the matriarchal nature of early humanity, which mm-hmm. frankly is sorely lacking mm-hmm. in this day and age, right? That sounds fascinating to me. If people wanted to know more about like, well, how do I hang out with someone as rad as Mary Bue <laughs> on fucking Malta? <laughs> How do they find out more? Where do they go? Just right on my website, marybue.com, and I have a retreats tab, and the drop-down pulls it all up. Um, And there are actually two spots available on that. Ooh. It's a month away, literally yeah, no, today. I look like shit in yoga <laughs> pants. Not even, not even Lululemon can save me. No, that's not going to happen. I appreciate the invite, but thank you. I'll let oh someone else take God. advantage of that. So, But you I mean, you have to be enthusiastic about the fact that finally, and again, it's yes. not perfect, but it's better than it has been for a mm-hmm. long time. You get to get back out into the world. And travel, I think it was Mark Twain who said that travel is the death of racism. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm misquoting yeah, something that. something like yeah. that. I, I, I'm totally paraphrasing it. But it's something like that. Like travel, learning about not just ancient tradition, but seeing other cultures, yes. seeing other peoples, walking around places where you go hours without hearing English. Uh, These are healthy things for us to do. These are things 100%. that broaden our perspective and horizon. You've traveled a great deal, obviously, but you got to be excited to get back to it. So excited. Yeah? So when do you excited. go? When's the next time? Um, uh, the, I leave April 12th. Well, wow. Lottie freaking dog. Good for Mary View. <laughs> That's actually awesome. Well, I'm, I, I'm excited. But now you're also in the middle of working on a brand new record. Yes. And I know we've got a single coming in a couple of weeks, but you got a ways to go on this new record. Yeah. And here you are traveling all <laughs> over the world like this. No big deal. Oh Look, God. I'm going to go center my fourth chakra and then <laughs> I'll maybe, maybe think about getting back to my freaking record. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How do you balance that, though? I mean, oh. you obviously you have. I mean, you're a very creative and a very driven person. But I mean, you know, you've got all these things you want to do, but mm-hmm. there are really only so many hours in the day. How do you balance that? How do you decide what matters and what what is good for Mary? You know, this is this is the lifelong quest for me because I have so many interests and I'm I exhaust myself. Yeah, I exhaust myself. And I love people too. And then, you know, the, the maintenance of, of people, you know, staying friends with people. Yeah. And I just like, so I, um, this is, this is actually the new thing that I'm walking into is like, how, what am I trying to do here with my limited time? Like, and that is what is like the most, what am I most interested in? And, um, like, Oh God! Like work smarter, not harder. That that's silly. Well, but see, like, but but there's a difference between that successories poster on the wall, but then then actually practically pulling it into mm-hmm. your life, right? Like, I mean, like we do have to work smarter and not harder, right? Mm-hmm. But that being said, I, I wrote the other day on social media. I'm like, you know, my life is never boring. But I'm never not exhausted. Right. I'm always completely burnt out. Yes. And I hit the bed face first. And I'm lucky if I get undressed before yeah. I go to sleep. <laughs> but my life's not ever boring, right? right. I mean, like, and that's to me, that's the personal challenge. Mm-hmm. Find the things that make your life feel like you're alive. Yes. And then just do them until you got nothing left in the tank, and then try again tomorrow. But do try to get to bed before 8:30 in the evening because the one thing that has preserved my sanity over the last couple of years. As I age, 
the one thing I embrace that I used to go the other way on is a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. A pri- and it's not easy for everybody, mm-hmm. right? And everyone's brains are different and everyone's physiology is different. Mm-hmm. But man, if you can lay down in bed by eight o'clock, read for a half hour, put down your fucking computer. Yep. You're on it yes. all goddamn yeah. day anyway. But like read for half an hour or sit there and listen to a couple songs let yourself sleep for seven hours. I know it feels like these are wasted moments that you can't get back, but there's nothing wasted about sleep. No. Sleep is the rejuvenator. Sleep is the life giver. Yes. Sleep has saved my sanity literally in the last yes. two years. Yes. Tell me about this record right here. So um, <laughs> Bones and Marrow is the name. Is that going to be the, that's the name of the full length? Um, that's and the, the single. Yeah. Just the single. All yep. right. So mentally moving towards this coming what we've all come through and slowly are emerging out of like the pupa you know waiting to emerge what's the philosophy going into the next album that you're making right now i mean is there a a pervading philosophy or is it just things that you felt and are continuing to feel Mm, i well the super long title again um the wildness of living and dying is the the title of the album. That's, that's, that's not, there Thank are actually so way longer album titles <laughs> yes. than that. And also, I feel like that's fairly evocative, like, and also pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. So yeah. it's all, I mean, I always write about emotional, you know, relationships, mm-hmm. nature, you know, uh, trauma, you know, so this is all going in there and... Um, you know, we expect like a lot of like post pandemic, like, oh, you know, the alienation. And so, yeah, some of that is going in there um, and just, yeah, life and death and like the beauty and the terror and the <laughs> the the full spectrum of emotion. Like I really like my music is extremely emotive and um, lyrical. And I, yeah, try and. Yeah, catharsis catharsis so what's happening now i mean it's going to be a while because the songs aren't fully formed and i'm working again with my producer steve price um to form them so we have like sort of a template of like half the songs and but yeah it's going to take a while
I had, of course, <clears throat> heard her name earlier, but the first time I ever met Mary Bue was probably maybe a decade ago, maybe a little less than that. It was at the Turf Club over in St. Paul. And I came up after her performance and said, hello, just wanted to introduce myself, not trying to be buds, not trying to be friends <laughs> with rock stars. Um, but there was a little bit of a mutual admiration society going on, and we had a very nice conversation. And you insisted, insisted that I take a coffee cup with me because yeah. one of your promotional items was a coffee cup yes. at the time. And I still have it. And I still Yay. routinely enjoy my caffeine out of that particular mug. Listening to that song right there, your latest, Bones in the Marrow, which is going to be part of your new album, which has an, such an impossibly long title, I can't, <laughs> I can't be expected to repeat it here. <laughs> Tell me what it is again, Mary. The Wildness of Living and Dying. Thank you, which seems very appropriate. You were always an engaging and interesting and talented performer. I feel like your songwriting, and maybe it's just because that song has got so much happening in it right there, mm -hmm. I feel like your songwriting, both from a lyrical and musical and production perspective, has gotten richer. Would mm -hmm. you say that's fair? Yeah, yes. I, um, I've i worked really hard. You know, I I put my first album out in 2000 when I was like 18 or 19. Like, you must have been like four years old <laughs> back then, right? right? Bless your heart. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> But, but yeah. I mean, so, but I mean, you, the point is, you're not brand new at this, no. right? But we also all start like when you when you know it's the thing you have to do, when mm -hmm. it eats you up inside, when there's a fire, when yep. there's a motivation, you put out stuff. And I think you were great back then, but you've gotten great, like actually great. Thank you. And that that's not to damn you with fake praise, <laughs> and it's not me saying, well, the early stuff was okay. Yeah. But that I mean, that was that was a great song right there. Thank you so much. You know, it really. I've um. I, I had a manager in uh, what, uh, 2017, 2018, and he encouraged me to hire musicians that, um, you know, Jeremy Elvisacker, Steve Price, mm. and, and so, um, you know, which was Basically mega pros. Yeah. Like the best. Yes. And, that we have. you know, that sort of like support um, has really shifted the professionalism not that you know everyone everyone i've played with and like that sounds shitty to say because i've like love everyone i've played with of course but, but these again, people but, are like that's their job they, <laughs> they might say the same thing though, yeah. because there's a level of who you're talking about that's mm -hmm. just kind of stratospheric <laughs> well, yeah and we all you know. change and evolve right i mean it doesn't mean that the people that you played out with early on weren't any good no you guys meant it you yep. felt it you believed it you were proud of the product you created you yep. felt the message of what you were trying to convey but we all change as we mm -hmm. get older right and you, you get well, frankly, for I don't want to sound blunt either, but you get better. You mm -hmm. just as we get older, you do yes. something long enough, you get better at it, and yeah. it becomes like I and, and, and richer is kind of a weird, nebulous term. <laughs> but I mean, there was a density there, and there was a thoughtfulness there that I feel is as, among the best things that you've ever created. That sounded Thank fantastic. You. Thank you so much. And now much. you've got a whole freaking album of it that we're supposed to wait until next year on. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I want to ask you uh, something about your philosophy real quick. We don't have a ton of time left, mm -hmm. but I want to ask you, you know, obviously doing yoga like you do, being mm -hmm. a songwriter like you are, being the thoughtful person you are, there's a level of intentionality to what you do. And I think for a lot of people, they want to plan it right. They want to mm -hmm. do it perfect, right? They mm -hmm. like, I've got to have this in place before I do it because I don't want to embarrass myself. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get it wrong. 
And if I'm really going to take a shot at this shit, I got to do it. I want to show you something Dan Wilson posted on um, social media mm-hmm. yesterday. He posted this picture that said it shows the picture of a small boy standing on top of a high diving board. And it says, stop planning, get into the pool. Yes. And what what, what I think is important about that is... Obviously, you want to have an idea, and you mm-hmm. hopefully want to have some skill at what you do. But the first time you jump in the pool from the high board, you're going to belly flop. Mm-hmm. It's going to be painful. You're going to hurt your feet. You're going to hurt your stomach. Yep. You're gonna, it's going to be fucked up, and it's not going to be perfect, yep. and it's not going to be great. Get in the fucking pool, right? Yep. Like, get start doing the thing that is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Is that fair? Yes, yes. And so, I mean, like, but when I think about your philosophy, like that intentionality, don't let that interfere with actually doing the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, you know, the, the leap and, you know, the, oh, it's horrifying. It is horrifying. And, but also like failure is okay. Like it's that's crucial we in my need opinion. It. Yeah. And there's just like this perfectionism and like waiting and, and there is no perfect time. You know, we just have to like try and see and you just never know how. It will go. And again, you don't want to be rash, but if there's something that you know in your heart is part of who you are, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And then the first time you get smacked down, don't give up. Yep. And the 15th time you get smacked down, don't give up. If it's if it really, really matters to you, you know, yeah, do it. Exactly. Fucking do it. Yes. That's what Mary Bue said. I don't know why she came <laughs> onto the show and sweared, but she How absolutely did. Curse? I know. And this on the holiest of days, St. Exactly Patrick's Day, right? right? A couple of Irishmen here who are a little bit offended. Mary, you've got a record on the way. You're going to be traveling the world. I I almost, and most people ask like, well, what else you got going on this year? But it sounds like you've got a pretty good schedule for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're loaded. I'm loaded. Yeah. It's the retreats are picking up and, you know, I'll be home for the summer and then kind of out, out again. Right. I mean, um, but, like you're going to Europe for a month or two, right? Two months. Yep. Italy is the, where the other retreats are. Two months. <laughs> nice. You, Way to live it. Now, That's what you got to do. I mean, Ladies and gentlemen, life. this is why I say jump in the fucking pool. Yes. You're like, I can't even imagine how I would ever start doing retreats in oh Europe. Start doing retreats in Europe because it sounds like Mary Bue's going to have a better 2022 than almost yeah. anybody I know. It takes a lot. It took a long time, my friends. Right? You know, yes. I'm sure. I, like a lot, a lot of it failed. Um, but that's I, why you jump in the pool, yeah, right? Exactly. But exactly. it did take a long time. So mm-hmm. you failed and then yep. you succeeded. Yep. And then COVID. <laughs> and then yeah. you know <laughs> it's a short hiccup but um it may, you know makes I, I feel like one benefit of covid i, no, I mean this is terrible there are none yeah. but yeah. but just helping people to see what they really value mm-hmm. and what their their dreams are Absolutely. and like that self-reflection of what do what do i actually miss like what do i actually mm-hmm. what's fun like that i miss what do i value mm-hmm. yeah yeah well i think even if it's not a global pandemic any sort of upset in our routine right like the things that shake us up and force us to re assess and look around these are the things that make us question well who am i what do i do Mm -hmm. why am i doing it and frankly i don't know about you sean but as i get older i've decided that i have fewer and fewer minutes to waste on bullshit absolutely you know what i mean we're grateful for you mary bue very very grateful thank you for bringing good energy into here today so my pleasure Uh, saint patrick's day um everyone Feel free to have fun. Sean and I are more than happy that you're dancing on the tradition of our ancestors by drinking green beer and being dickholes. Never, um, ever will I do it. I'm so glad I never drank green beer. I never, well, I don't even like beer. I know you don't. But yeah. I will be honest. I, I miss a Guinness today. I may have put down a couple of drams of the water of life in my time on St. Patrick's Day. 
That's what the old monks called Irish whiskey when they first yes. invented it. Just a couple drams, though. Mm. Always like to I want to try check. Guinness Zero. If you're listening to this show and you can get me some Guinness Zero, hmm. it's supposed to be fantastic. Like one of the best non-alcoholic beers out there. So. Sean and I have both quit drinking. If you want to yeah. sponsor the show, Guinness Zero, we are right here. We are so <laughs> ready. Dyed in the wool Irish. Yes. Come on, let's do this <laughs> thing. It's time for us to go. Thank um, you, Mary. I am very excited for your 2022. I'm excited for the fact that you get to get back out there. You get to bring people some solace, some thoughtfulness, and hopefully a chance to learn more about themselves. And if nothing else, just a chance to get away and breathe, yes. right? Like everyone once in a while just has to roll their shoulders and like... And if you can do it on the Isle of Malta, that sounds fucking <laughs> rad. <laughs> that sounds right? amazing. Yes. And good luck with the record. I know Thank we're not going to see it for some time. Is there any possibility? I know that So the single we heard, not available to the public till April 1st. Is there any chance we'll get any other of the songs prior to the release yeah. of the album in full? Yeah, probably late summer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Well, you have a fantastic time, and Thank it's you. lovely to see your smiling so lovely face. Lovely to see you too. Check right. in when you get back, please. We'd yes, love to see you again. Absolutely. Or just bring us to Malta. I mean, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> two spots, you too. Sean yeah. and I, got I like it. Our, our downward facing dog is trash. <laughs> yeah. but, That's okay. But I'm very good at laying on a beach towel in the sand yeah. on the yeah. Mediterranean. The dog doesn't get back up as my problem. <laughs> oh my god. Stays downward Stays facing. Downward exactly. Facing. Yeah. yeah. And don't even start talking to me about my sixth chakra, uh, Mary. You take care. You too. Thank Thanks you very so much. much. Thanks everybody who has supported the show. Thank you, Sean Bernard. Our Patreon members. Oh, we all, oh before yeah. we let you go, our Patreon members are the ones who allow us to be in mm-hmm. the Smart Start MN studio. Without them, we did not get this thing off the ground. And you, as a creator, also need Patreon support as well. Where would people go to find your Patreon information? It's right on my website, MaryBue.com. There's a link to click, or you could just search on Patreon. Yeah. We should say it's B-U-E, just yep. so you understand Correct. that yeah. Yeah. on the last name. Thank yeah. you. We are planning a Patreon event that you don't even know about <gasps> yet, but I'll I'll tell you more about it. You know, it, uh, it's interesting. This. My name is on the show, Sean. Yes. I, I hate to break it to you. I just found out about it. it. We got a Patreon event coming up? Well, I found out that there's a thing that we could join that would be for a really good cause affecting uh, Ukraine. It, is so, it a, oh, oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, then I'm in. Yeah, so we're going to talk about it, but I figured you'd be in. That's the only reason. It doesn't require any hate speech, does it? Because I will not, I will not bring hate speech hate to bear. It's all hate speech nowadays. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. no, not at all. Anyway, Thank you, Mary. Right. Thank you so much. <laughs> More on that to Tell come. us about this Thank final you, song. Please Well, do. this is very appropriate for our, <laughs> for our whole session. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry that it's like this here. No, I love it. It's supposed to be a friendly, professional place, and it's none of those things. I'm so sorry, Mary. Silly people in no, a clubhouse. Uh, tell us about this song. This is a song from Haley, um, and it's called I Can Change. And uh, I go way back with Haley. Haley was in Duluth. Um, she she had sent mixed uh tapes cassette tapes to the cafe there to work that played music um so i i heard her like before she even put an album out and i just was like obsessed from the get-go and um so this song i can change the the drums that kick in and just like the torment of it i just was craving it today